This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick to two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy com or underdog fantasy in the app store sign up with promo code pitcher list and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 must be 18 year older 19 year older in Alabama and Nebraska 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates terms apply concerned with your play call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org in Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in New York call 1-877-8 Hope and why in Tennessee call 1-800-889-9789. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitcherList.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is Sunday, September 3rd. Yes, I am going home today. No more of this ridiculous timing stuff, but I am going to be quiet for one more. So last NPR cast with Nick Pollock. We have Aaron Nola, 4.2 innings, 700 runs, 8 hits, 3 walks, and 5 Ks. So frustrating. Here's the thing. You get one more start against Miami. That feels like, okay, you're going to do that. However, it's two against Atlanta after that. And you really need to strategize. There's only four weeks left in the season. And you might not actually be playing the last week or so. If it's a situation where you need a roster spot and that Miami start isn't really the most necessary thing, yeah, it might be that time of the year. You know what I'm talking about. It is what it is, and it's very sad. And then we're going to just draft Aaron Nola far better than the ratios that he had this past year for 2024. Javier Assad had a great game against the Reds, and it's a Vargas rule at this point. Uh, we just got to keep going. Eight innings, zero and runs, seven Ks there. That's awesome. Reese also went seven innings, shut out, but one strikeout. He does get the White Sox again. I mean, that should, I guess it could be fine by me. And really, this is a weird one. And yeah, um, change of insider weren't actually that great. It was interesting. Uh, Blake Snellis is good at ace with a golden goal. 21 whiffs, 39% CSW. Eight strikeouts. And, you know, a lot of people are going to say, like, he doesn't deserve the Scion because of a five walk per nine. He is so good at suppressing hits and should get more credit for that. Andrew Abbott against the Cubs. See, this is fine. 6.1 innings, one and run, four hits, two walks, five Ks. I hope that Andrew Abbott has one of those double-digit strikeout games again. But for right now, we just kind of keep going with Abbott as his four-seam was pretty good yesterday. Um, Bryce Elder against the Dodgers. Six innings, one and run. Yeah, I know, right? Five hits, four walks, four Ks. He did so well of avoiding the heart of the plate. I mean, really, it's... With Bryce Elder, you have to not give in. And uh, that's what he did. You see the four walks again, and it's just when he needed to, he didn't give in. That's really, really cool. Um, good stuff there. Uh, Paul Blackburn against the Angels came through exactly as he wanted him to. Five innings in a win. Awesome. One and run for its three walks, four Ks. We'll take it all day. Polly punch outs. Now he gets the Rangers and, uh, and Astros, so no thank you. Emmett Sheehan, 18 whiffs against Atlanta. Four innings, one earned run, three hits, three walks, and six Ks. Sure, across 77, 76 pitches. I imagine the Dodgers will let him go about 80-85 next time against the Marlins, and that seems cool. You know, I feel like we're okay with that. He had a much, much better changeup in this one. That's a great thing. 
Uh, Griffin Canning did great things against Oakland, and now he's going to get the Guardians and Tigers, and with his Blake Snell blueprint that helped him go six innings, two hundred runs, four hits, uh, zero walks, and seven Ks. Yeah, we're cool with this. Kyle Bradish, you're just going to keep starting, obviously. Um, he did well against the, the Diamondbacks. Yusei Kikuchi did better than expected. I don't know. It, it was disappointing in course. 4.2 innings of 200 runs, 6 sets, 4 walks, 6 Ks. He still had good slider command, so we're all good here. Colin Ray outdueled Aaron Nola. 4.1 innings, 200 runs, 3 hits, 0 walks, and 6 Ks. I mean, outdueling 4.1 innings, but still 14 whiffs, 36% CSW. He got more whiffs on the four-seamer than expected, and now he gets the Yankees, and he probably will be limited because it's 66 pitches. I don't know. I don't really want to go after that. Uh, Johnny Cueto against the Nationals, five innings, 300 runs, five hits, two walks, and four strikeouts. It's Cueto magic, I guess, because he got the win, but yeah, don't go for Cueto, please. Uh, Drew Rahm against the Pirates. I was hoping for something maybe of a surprise here because I don't really love what he does, but I, I can recognize that against the Pirates it could have came out. Nah, one strikeout, eight base runners, and five, 4.2 innings, three yard runs. Okay, fine. He goes to Cincy next. We're not going to try that anywhere. Uh, Hunter Brown against the Yankees. Four innings, three hundred runs, five hits, four walks, and five strikeouts. He threw too many wasted pitches. There was a curveball and a, a lot of curveballs and sliders that were just kind of hung around. The sliders were all upstairs and they shouldn't have been. He's close. The four-seamer was actually pretty good. There were a fair number of uh, the curveballs that were really nice as well. They just did not work well, work out well here for Hunter Brown. I'm curious where he's going to go in drafts next year. Uh, Billy Falter was opened for by Thomas Hatch. And Falter went just 43 pitches, 3.2 innings of work. I don't know why they didn't extend him further than that. It's super annoying, and it means that there's no way that I can trust him moving forward. Logan Allen against the Rays, 5 innings, 400 runs. I mean, I didn't know if this was a Toby starter or not, right? Logan Allen is a Toby. The Rays, are they an offense that we want to start Tobys against? I'm not sure. The Angels and Giants are up next for Logan Allen, and those are obviously offenses that we started him against. Uh, so that makes it at least easy. As far as the Rays go, you can kind of play by year, I guess. I don't know. Would I start Logan Allen against the Rays again? Probably not. So, yeah, there you go. Um, but we have other guys to talk about. Tanner Houck, uh, Ty Block, Luis Castillo, Cal Harrison, and of course today's and tomorrow's starters, and we're going to talk about all of that after this break. This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? And you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick the two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy com or underdog fantasy in the app store sign up with promo code pitcher list and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 must be 18 year older 19 year older in Alabama and Nebraska 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates terms apply concerned with your play call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org in Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in New York call 1-877-8 Hope and why in Tennessee call 1-800-889-9789. Do you want to mention, by the way, the uh, the meetup yesterday was so great. Thank you all so much for coming out. Met fantastic people. 
inside of the community. It was just a really cool thing to be able to do. And I'll be back to our normal scheduled programming on Monday, uh, on Labor Day. Um, I'll be doing the full list um, for the rest of the season schedule. No more of the traditional list. It's going to be the rest of the season schedule analysis and their rankings based on that schedule moving forward. In addition, Walls will be doing a Cole Reagan's watch party because it's at 2 o'clock that game on Monday. So obviously, I'm going to be watching that with all of you on playback.tv slash pitcherlist. So I hope to see you there. Um, Zach Littell against the Guardians, 4.2 innings, 4 and runs, 9 hits, 0 walks, 1K. He had a ridiculous pitch violation, sure, but he wasn't pitching well anyway. So we can move on from Zach Littell in our fantasy leagues at this point. Uh, if you haven't already, Tanner Houck against the Royals. There's maybe something there with the slider. It's looking good. But the sinker and the splitter, forcing roll, that kind of stuff just is not doing what we want it to do. I guess Orioles next. There's a shot if the four-seamer is good and everything else falls into place. But uh, not really something that I'm going after here. David Peterson is not very good when it comes to his pitches. It was 15 whiffs, which is kind of shocking. But four innings, four and runs, seven hits, zero walks, four Ks. I'm just not into it. Um, Severino against the Astros had increased velocity, but so many pitches down the middle. And it was against Houston. So four innings, four and runs, seven base runners, three hits. It's going to be easier against the Brewers and Red Sox. I am not chasing it. I'm tight block against the Jays. Got the win, surprisingly. But six innings, five and runs. I mean, yeah, that's what you'd expect there. He does get Oracle Park next. There might be some very, very sneaky streaming action there for tight block. Luis Castillo against the Mets. Five innings, five runs, eight hits, two walks, two Ks. It was a night where his fastball zero, like right down the middle or just out of the zone. And it's so annoying. One night planned, we move on. Dallas Keiko didn't do well against the Rangers because, of course, he didn't. Uh, Trevor Williams and Mike Clevenger got destroyed um, against the Marlins and Tigers, respectively. And it's just, all right, don't go with those guys. I know Mike Clevenger just did really well against Oakland. He had this really nice matchup because the Tigers, I'm not going to rule out that he can't do well again, but just no. Thank you whatsoever. Alec Marsh, one strikeout after doing the nine strikeout games. Uh, six hundred runs in 2.2 innings against the Red Sox. That's more aligned with who he is, I think. Slate to Sony against the Orioles. Yeah, that's... Yeah, uh, he's not really someone you should be going for. Um, Jordan Montgomery against the Twins. 3.2 innings, 600 runs, 7 hits, 2 walks, and 0 strikeouts. What? Change of in curve just weren't really there, and it was just okay. Man, um, you get to get the athletics next. But Jordan Montgomery, please do better. And lastly, Kyle Harrison against the Padres. 5.2 innings, 600 runs, 6 hits, 2 walks, and 5 strikeouts. He's a cherry bomb. I mean, he did so well last week hosting the Reds, but now he went to San Diego. San Diego crushes lefties. This is kind of expected, but he had a sub-60% strike rate on the four-seamer, and that is everything. He's got to be like a 65% plus strike rate on that four-seamer because it's a really good pitch. But, I mean, everything else is not going to work out for him. He has to dominate with that. He's very much a cherry bomb. We don't know where the command is going to be on a given night. You get to Rocky Road next, though, so I feel like, all right, fine. That, that's, like, worth it there, but, yeah. Just understand that's what Kyle Harrison is, and that's, you know, it'll make your life a lot easier. Today's starting pitchers, Zach Gallen, Gosman, Alcantara, Kirby, Scoobal, Chris Sale against the Royals. All those are great matchups. I mean, save for Kevin Gosman in cores, but who cares? We're going to do it. Probably start here. Uh, Seth Lugo, Savali, and Tyler Anderson are your Tobies. 
And then you have John Gray against the Twins. His fastball's looking good enough to support that slider. And Jack Flaherty, I think, pitched well enough to say, like, yeah, he should be good against the the Diamondbacks. Tyler Anderson's chained up really good against the Oakland Athletics. I think that's a solid play there. Questionable start two is massive. We have Alex Cobb against the Padres. And by the way, the order is different than what I said yesterday. I, I was referring to the wrong table. Um, but the people were there, and that's what matters. Okay, Alex Cobb. Uh, against the Padres, I understand that he just did so well. Two straight starts of having the splitter, still very, very dangerous there. Charlie Morton and Kenta Maeda against the Dodgers and Rangers, respectively, I think you understand. Tyler McGill, do not overlook against the Mariners. Um, as I think he pitched really well the last two starts. And the Mariners are not as intimidating as, say, the uh, the Atlanta and the Rangers for Tyler Orton McGill. You have Wayne Miley, Yohan Aviedo. Wayne Miley is the most Toby of Tobies against the Phillies. Ugh, Aviedo is the cherry bomb against the Cardinals. Christian Javier, what are you going to get against the Yankees? Bobby Miller gets Atlanta. Josiah Gray and Jameson Tyone get the Marlins and the Reds. Uh, maybe those work. They're allowed to at least go six innings. Not the strongest offenses. But it is Tyone inside of Cincy. It's just not a fun time. Then Carson Spears uh, goes against the Cubs. Um, my understanding is low uh, velocity fastball. It's around 100 stuff plus. And then you have a slider that's 121 plus stuff plus. That's Kyle Body on Twitter. I'm mentioning all this stuff. So, no pun intended there. Um, I don't like doing debuts, but I recognize there is some upside here uh, against the, the Cubs for the Reds here. But yeah, not really a fan of doing any of that. And of course, do not start to your Michael Kopech, Xavier, Xavier Curry, Michael King, Ranger Suarez, Zach Greinke, Chase, Mil- Chase Anderson, Kyle Muller, and Adam Wainwright. Uh, with Curry and King, there is maybe something there. Curry gets the, the raise if he throws enough sliders or strikes, maybe. And Michael King, but I don't think he's stretched out long enough. And he gets the Astros as well. Kopech gets the Tigers, and I just... Uh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's games. You have Pablo Lopez, Corbin Burns, Zach Eflin, Cole Reagans, Grayson Rodriguez, Merrill Kelly. Like, I don't know how to rank all of these. Just You're just starting all of them, guys. Don't worry about it. Logan Webb against the Cubs. Um, Justin Steele. I've been weird out by his command, so he's a little farther down against the Giants. Jose Brios against the Athletics. And Lucas Giolito against the Twins. Should start them all. Brian Bayo is your probable start against the Rays. The, the new slider is interesting. It's more horizontal movement, but I don't really know if that's good or not. Andrew Heaney against the Astros. Whatever. He's a cherry bomb. And then the do not start to the stream pick of the day is actually Peter Lambert as he's in Arizona. And all these Rockies pitchers are decent on the road. So fine. But this is the red do not start. I'm not going for it whatsoever. Tyler Walker against the Padres. I don't trust him. Jose Arquiti against the Rangers. No. Jesse Schultons, Luis Ortiz, Kenny Rosenberg, Luke Weaver, Brett Kennedy, Ken Waldachuk against the Jays. No. And Rich Hill round out the podcast. All right. That is it. So thank you all so much for the support. My name is Nick Pollock. And may your babas below and your strikeouts high.